after 90 minutes of regulation play, 0-0. And it's 0-0 despite, despite an 11-1 shots on goal advantage for BYU. With that kind of number, you'd hope you'd better win this game at the end of it because 11-1 is overwhelming. They list 5-1 in corners. I think it's been twice that. It feels like 10 corners have been taken. Maybe it's 8, but it's not 5. Uh, well more than five taken. One uh, given to Cal State Fuller, but they've had two at least. They took a second a moment ago. So the corner kick numbers are off. I won't trust those. But the shot numbers right now, 18 total shots, 11 on goal for BYU. Six shots, one on frame for Cal State Fullerton, meaning that Tiana Sanders has officially made 11 saves and kept BYU scoreless through 90 minutes of play. So the shot totals, the shots on goal totals, the fact that all the offsides have been against BYU tonight, the much more threatening team start to finish has been BYU, but we're not quite finished because we are going to overtime. Ten minutes of play in each overtime period if you take a second overtime. And against Golden Goal, first goal wins this thing in extra time. BYU and Cal State Fullerton. BYU the much more threatening side. They just want to get the full three at the end of the night, BJ, to feel like it was uh, a just result in the end. Yeah, at the moment, that's the that's the number one priority is just finding a way to win. This is when character is built. This is when your back's against the wall, you're away, you've dominated the game. Can you dig deep? Can you find a way to win? Because there will be games like this again throughout the year where they dominate and it's about getting the ball in the back of the net. But I can give you three guesses what next practice will be focused on, and the first two don't count because next practice will be 100% finishing from the top of the box because they've had about nine chances from there today. Matty Sidaway-Gates checks back in for overtime. The team's lone senior will be out there with her side in the second or the first of up to two extra sessions. I think Braby has re-entered as well. So Braby and Sidaway Gates in. Tucker is back in the game as well. So Jen Rockwood making substitutions, including Bella Felino. So it's a fresh-legged front line for BYU as we start overtime. This is what you've done all those wind sprints for the last few weeks. This is what you want to play for. These are the moments as an up-and-coming star for BYU. These are the moments you want, and it's time to go get it. First touch belongs to Cal State Fullerton here in the extra session. We're in overtime, 0-0. High-pressure Tucker. High-pressure Gates. Titans playing in their back line. Assessing down-pitch targets. They play to the far boundary. At the halfway line, Folino intercepts and deflects out. It'll be a Titan throw in the first minute of 10 here in overtime number one. The go-ahead goal will be the game-winning goal. We've gone 90 scoreless. Foul by BYU in the neutral third. Free kick Fullerton. They'll play to their back line and build from the back on their defensive side of the pitch. 11-1 shots on goal in BYU's favor. And not a one of the 11 went onion bag. Jefferson plays off of a Titan defender in front of the BYU team area for a throw Rachel Lyman will take. For all the disappointment BYU's had offensively, the defensive organization has been really well tonight. Um, they've only they've limited Cal State Fullerton to one good quality chance, and uh, the defense has done a really good job of staying organized, and I've been impressed with that side of the ball for BYU tonight. Josie Gwynn took it away from Maddie Bennett, plays to Olivia Wade, back to Gwynn at the far side of the pitch. Gwynn's gone all the way at left back tonight pressured and almost gave it away and BYU has to just drive desperately into the attacking half. Maddie Sidaway Gates is there 
Ranging back with Larson, who plays down the paint, and the ball stays in, and the Fullerton possession. Attacking half for the Titans. Last touch got away, but they keep possession four on four into the attacking third. Haley Brown intercepted there by Michaela Coulihan, who wins the ball back for BYU in the Cougs' defensive third. Well done by Michaela. Runs into a defender, gets around one, gets around two. Plays back, and a giveaway from Olivia Wade. Titans give it right back to BYU's back line. Over the top, targeting Braby. Off a defensive header by the Titans to Braby. Braby, final third. Has a defender turning her hips. Now takes it centrally. Plays centrally. Shot and wide left by Cameron Tucker. A one-touch swing off the setup, and it goes wide off the left post, outside the left post, and out in the third minute of overtime. Good pass there by Braby. Good weight on the ball. It's a difficult angle to play that ball on, and it's a good pass there. Tiana Sanders, another goal kick. Soft one this, but skips to a teammate at the halfway line. Two Cougars had a look at it, got past both of them, and the Titans play long and wide and right. Can they keep in? No. Crawls over the far boundary. So into touch for a BYU throw, and the Cougars' defensive third were in the fourth minute of overtime. With how dangerous Flake's been, you got to think... Coach Rockwood wants to get her back in soon. I know she's coming back from injury, but she's been really dangerous tonight, so it'll be interesting to see how much of a rest she gets here. Greg Rubel, B.J. Pugmire with you here at Titan Stadium at Cal State Fullerton. Sidaway Gates had it go off of her for another Titan throw. They keep the ball in the attacking half. Fourth minute of a 10-minute session here, up to two 10-minute periods in overtime. Titans with a run toward the right side of the area. Well won by Josie Gwynn. Or back position. Just stayed with the player and took it right away from her in the 18. A step-up win there by Braby, but couldn't control it. It's played out for another Titan throw. They get throws here in the final third. Haley Brown touches McKenna. Samantha McKenna. Shoulder charged by Braby and off of Braby for a corner kick. It'll be a Titans corner kick in the fourth into the fifth minute of overtime. They've had maybe just a couple. BYU's had closer to 10. But here comes one in overtime, and Atlanta Primus will take it from the attacking left flag. Right-footed in-swinger. Four Titans in the six, two more in the rest of the 18. Defensive header out. Charged on and played out by Felino. Well done by the freshman. Really good play by Felino. Important header there. Headed up and away. As a defender, you always want to head the ball up, and she, defend, she headed that ball up and out of the box. Good win. I was hoping it was a good omen that the Cougars team hotel is located on the corner of Felino Drive, spelled the same way. There's a drive from Davis, a shortish goal kick. Or free kick as it came off the foul as Felino played. Titans in the attacking third, loose ball. Results in a chance to Brown. Brown plays to the top of the 18. Lyman settles it and drives it out to Coulihan. Coulihan back to Lyman. Lyman wheeling her arms to catch up with her legs on the right side of the pitch. Lyman keeps it on the floor to Braby near boundary. Braby immediately double teamed. Pass gets away from her. Deflects back to Braby. Gave it away. Yet again. Well marked. Too many giveaways in the defensive half here. Titans possess. Running into the final third Primus. Just a soft touch. Goes to Lyman. Lyman Luckily off of Primus, who's sagging her shoulder. She's winded as BYU gets a throw in the Cougs defensive half. Sixth minute of the first 10-minute session of overtime here 
at Cal State Fullerton. Thus far, BYU hasn't been able to sustain that nope. pressure they had in the at the end of the second half, and the Titans have really dominated possession. For a long while, it felt like that goal was inevitable for BYU, but uh, that feeling of inevitability has been dulled somewhat here at the start of overtime as the official will call a stoppage. At least I thought she was calling for a stoppage, and they've kept the clock running. And again, she calls for it. At least 10 seconds ran off yeah. uh, before, after she called for the stoppage. So an injury stoppage will allow the players to gather at their team areas. It says 6.03 elapsed, and they're going to back that up to something around 5.53, 5.55. At least they should. The officials should put time back on the clock. This is where it'll be interesting to see the character of this young team. They only have one senior, and this is this is where seasons are made or broken, really, you know, and this is a difficult situation they find themselves in. They've dominated the whole game. They have to be frustrated, but it's imperative that they – the leaders on the team step up at this moment, and they find a way to win. There's been no clock change made, but clearly after the official signaled for the stoppage for injury, more time elapsed, and she had to repeat her signal. That's where the fourth official has to come into play here and make sure that uh, proper time is kept. Not sure that they're actually intending to do that or not, but there's a Cal State Fullerton player down at the circle, and she's being tended to, and that's Delaney Dombeck Lindahl. So the trainer's out, the clock is stopped, but again, time elapsed. That should not have. So we're 0-0 in overtime. We don't get instantaneous stat updates. The uh, stat monitor program is not functioning tonight, so the only stats we get are after 45-minute periods are complete and perhaps after overtime periods are complete, but the, uh, the edge after 90 minutes was substantial in BYU's favor, 11-1 in shots on goal. And total shots were 18-6 to in BYU's favor. Yet zeros on the board in overtime, and they will not apparently change the time on the clock for some reason. The official looks as tired as some of the players out there tonight. It's always difficult when your first game goes like this. The players really probably don't find their true fitness or game fitness, as we'd call it, until season begins. These beginning games are always difficult, especially going into overtime on a warm night. So after this long stoppage, we're going to see a restart, and evidently the ball will be dropped to the Titans. Will it be a true drop ball? That's what they should have, and I think they will. So Braby and Primus are preparing for a drop ball. No, they might just judge it. It's Titan ball, and the Titans will play out. So sportsmanlike play by Cal State Fullerton. Clock is rolling again in the seventh minute of overtime. The throw in to Sidaway. Sidaway appeared to be tugged, and they're calling the foul. So Sidaway was held up, and it'll be a free kick for BYU at 50 yards angle right. And again, it's deep, but not so you can't do something with it. Put it in the box. Put it in the box, see what happens. So from 50 yards, right side of the pitch, Alyssa Jefferson has got a good leg. We'll line it up and try and drop this thing into the 18. See what comes of it. Jefferson lining it up. Right booted blast to the top of the area. First head, Titan. Defensive clear to Wade. Wade, Braby. Braby back to goal. Sends it down the channel. Running to it is Lyman. Lyman in the area. Is upended. Dragged down. Put into the spot. It'll be a penalty kick. Great play. Great play. Bingham got in behind there. 
She touched the ball in front of the player. She was taken out. Great play. Great ball as well by Brady. Great a ball, ball played to an open spot, and Rachel Great Bingham, ball. Lyman, nothing but speed, That's sprinting right. to the ball, That's right. and ultimately forces the foul. That's right. And Maddie Sidaway Gates will take it. You'd a love PK to see the in the seventh minute of overtime to win it. This will be the game winner if she can find the back of the net. The lone senior on this side, Maddie Sidaway Gates. Sid the kid at the spot. You'd love to see the senior grab the ball, say, I want to make it. I want to be the leader. Once again, though, great play in the buildup. The dot's been faded. They place it at the penalty spot. Maddie Sidaway Gates takes her back steps. Sanders on her line. The whistle. The approach. Right-footed shot. Goal! And Sid the Kid wins it for BYU! It's an overtime winner! Perfectly placed, low and hard to the left-hand side. Nothing Sanders could do. Great shot by Sid. Great finish, good composure. BYU wins. Well-deserved. We felt, we hoped it was coming. We never could have predicted how it would come. It comes on a penalty kick in overtime, and Maddie Sidaway-Gates... The only senior on this roster steps up and confidently to the left post, inside the left post. It's a 1-0 win for BYU in the seventh minute of overtime. Got to say, it was the fourth opportunity for the referee to call PK, really, for BYU. And well-deserved, great play by BYU, well done. And credit to Rachel Lyman. She left no doubt. She made it so the call had to be made. She was running so fast and so hard. Whether or not it was the best goal-scoring opportunity BYU had tonight, it didn't matter. That's right. The ball was played to an open spot, played into a channel that Lyman simply ran onto as hard as she possibly could after going the whole night, basically. And the PK is the result. Ball at the spot. Sid the kid slots home, and BYU's a winner 1-0. What a finish. Great start to the year. Great opportunity for these young players to dig deep, find a win, get that confidence on the road. Can't say enough what this is going to do for their season going forward. It it just doesn't matter how you get it. That's right. I mean, the way you played, the way you dominated, you simply had to find a way to get three points. That's right. At the end of the day, they're not going to remember those goals they missed today because they won. You know, you tie that game, that's all you think about. But now they're moving forward with the confidence of the win, and they'll be able to go to their next game with a lot of confidence. And listen to the BYU fans in the stands here in Fullerton, California, as the Cougars come to applaud the fans who showed up for them, and they were heard tonight. When that goal was scored, it, uh, it felt a little bit like a home crowd in the stands. They made a lot of noise and to send the Cougars back out on the road to Nebraska as winners this evening. What a finish. Maddie Sidaway Gates. Well, this game had it all. A lot of chances, some good defensive plays, and at the end, a great finish from, a, from the penalty spot. BYU can take a lot of positives from the game. Obviously, they'll want to be more clinical in the offensive third. They'll want to clean that up. They'll want to put games away earlier. But at the end of the day, as we've said, they got the W. Well, BYU has a lot of goal-scoring candidates that could have been picked for that penalty kick. But they went to the player with really the most experience, the most playing experience on this roster. And again, the only one who has SR next to her name on this roster is Maddie Sidaway-Gates. And she stepped up and confidently, confidently wins it for BYU with a hard shot low and to the keeper's right, to Maddie's left, inside that left post. It is your game winner at 6.58 of the first session of overtime. 
having been in that position as a senior and having taken the penalty kicks when I was playing at BYU, that's got to be a relief for her. She wants to be that leader. She wants her teammates to trust her in those situations, and well done for her. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll have postgame coverage for you from Titan Stadium. But as we take this break, let's just hear the fans one more time as the Cougars come to the sideline. This is Cougar Nation at Titan Stadium here. These BYU fans will go home happy tonight. We'll come back to Titan Stadium with postgame coverage after this. Greg Grubel and B.J. Pugmire with you. This is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 